what is the advantage, if any, I guess, of the Beckham Law plus the non-lucrative visa over the new Nomad visa that's available in in Spain right now? I think that's a good question, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna pull out Andreas for some uh, some for some clarity on this. But it, it's my impression that um, that the Beckham regime only applies in two uh, contexts. It's one if you've been relocated for, uh, for a Spanish-based business, then you can apply for the Beckham regime, and two on the new digital nomad visa. So if you're, and again, I don't want to put out uh, wrong information, and Andreas, you, you can maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I wasn't. Um, I'm not entirely sure that the Beckham regime would apply to the uh, to to the um, non-lucrative visa. Um, and it's primarily because you're not working within the context of the non-lucrative visa. So yeah. um, two different pathways, um, clearly. But the Beckham regime obviously offers a very, very favorable um, uh, tax position for individuals that are seeking relocation to Spain in one of those two routes, either through relocation or being hired by a Spanish-based company or the new digital nomad visa, um, effectively allowing you to earn up to 600,000 euros um, at a flat rate of 24%. Um, and without having to have the burdensome uh, tax reporting requirements uh, for that five years plus settlement year. So effectively, it could be you know upwards of six years, um, depending on when you arrive. Um, but not having that foreign tax reporting requirement, whether it be Modelo 720 reporting or any foreign transaction reporting, can be a very attractive um, piece of the Beckham regime. And so clearly, you know, it's something that if you're um, eligible to, uh, to take advantage of, you're going to want to apply for that. Um, but then taking this question in, in a second part, uh, you know, really uh, immigration route is all going to be about personal preference and what works for you. Um, Non-habitual, uh, I'm sorry, um, the, uh, uh, pardon me, I just, I just lost it. The um, uh, non-lucrative. Non-lucrative, thank you. <laughs> because we're talking, we got non-lucrative and we also have uh, non-habitual residency. So anything non, I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied. So non-lucrative visa route is obviously going to be a, a great route for people that might want to be in Spain, um, but don't necessarily uh, need to uh, have any sort of employment earnings out of Spain. They don't want, they, you know, they're not expecting to draw on um, the social benefits of, of, of healthcare or the state. Um, it's literally about your pathway to, to Spain and potentially other parts of Europe for, for travel purposes. The digital nomad visa, obviously it's in its infancy. And again, I'll kind of maybe, um, rely on Andres to, to round this out. Um, can, it, it appears to be a very attractive, um, visa pathway. Again, very new. Um, but obviously it's, um, I think it's still being kind of flushed out in terms of the specifics. Um, uh, people are applying for it already, but I know that, um, it does seem to be of interest to a lot of individuals. Specifically, in my line of work, um, coming from the U.S., uh, looking to take, um, well, again, residency within Spain in a manner which wasn't possible previously. So, um, obviously, not working for a Spanish-based company, but you know, working for a foreign company, um, having preferential uh, tax rates, and at the same time, um, not having that that kind of burdensome uh, reporting requirement that other individuals, Spanish tax residents, would have. Andreas, I don't know if you want to yeah, add anything. Just two other two things to that, as, as, as Tull was mentioning correctly. Uh, you got to think that the non-lucrative visa is a visa which is often called as the um, retirement visa. It's a visa that allows you to live in Spain, and it is given to those people at the Spanish consulate of their domicile or their residency. Um, and basically, they can show proof that they have a certain amount of income. That's, that's it, basically. They, they won't need to work here in Spain. So... Um, 
the conditions just basically of the of the Beckham's regime, one of them, it is as Todd was correctly pointed out, there is basically a relocation to Spain due to a war contract. So um in those cases it is it is they are not compatible. I mean uh, a Beckham regime it is going to be more uh, eventually can be coupled with a golden visa that is to be looked into with a with a tax advisor of course. Um and eventually as well with a with a digital nomad visa which is also to be looked into with a with a tax advisor of course as well. And of course the moment that person relocates to Spain due to um a job offer, for example, um, with a non-lucrative visa, it is not uh, not certainly a pathway because there is no work. Mm. Right. Th thanks for that. And you know, absolutely, I completely agree with that. Non-lucrative, you're not supposed to be working anyway. But at the same time, if you're, you're that successful entrepreneur who's just had a successful exit, you're sitting on a, a nice flat retirement fund, then and you think, okay, well, Spain is definitely an option that I want to explore. There might be some sticker shock from a tax point of view, because after whether it's 183 days or the center vital interest test is triggered by, by virtue of, for example, having Spain as your place of habitual abode, then suddenly you're a tax resident and you may be subject to a wealth tax, depending on your situation. You may be subject to an income tax because, you know, as we, I don't know if we touch on it in many of these questions later on, but definitely in our previous interviews, we went into quite a lot of detail as to how pensions and retirement plans are configured and recognized in Spain and Portugal that are different from the US. So you may think you have a pension, which under your quick reading of somebody's version of the internet that the tax treaty says you're not supposed to be paying any tax on it. And then oops, suddenly, yeah, you are. You're going to be paying tax on social security. You're going to be paying tax on that pension. And maybe you're thinking, and, and again, depends on your situation. Is there an opportunity for planning here? is their planning opportunity. And again, this is not for everyone, but if it is that you're probably in that that bucket of successful higher income earning, higher net worth, then maybe there's a planning opportunity. Maybe the non-recruited visa is not the right one for you. Maybe. Maybe it isn't. And maybe you want to look at a planning opportunity that will take advantage of this new nomad visa, this the, the, the Beckham law in a way that structures your affairs. Because one of the great things, the appealing things of the nomad visa and the Beckham law is that from a tax point of view, essentially you're a tax non-resident. Yes, you are immigration resident, but you're a tax non-resident. And that is so, and to me, that's what makes Spain one of the most attractive value propositions on the map right now. The idea that you can live in Europe, have all the benefits and infrastructure and lifestyle, a pathway to citizenship, and that's your thing. But at the same time, at least for a period of time, they're not going to last forever. Nothing lasts forever. But for a period of time, you can be taxed on resident. So again, whoever asked this question, I hope, we, I hope we've answered it somewhat. Uh, it depends on your situation, but perhaps there's a planning opportunity. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.